Oh, hello there, and welcome to another episode of the 209 Till Infinity Podcast. CD Slap. Coming to you live from beautiful Series, California, home of the Infinity Studios. Get it, Savage. It's Monday morning, the pod is dropped. Cue up the new soap and the coffee pot. You know these cats got a lot to say. Savage O'Malley and Billy A. Yep. Hip hop life and movies too. Keeping up on the trends just like you. CD slaps hooked up with this funky beat. Oh, you know the boys, we love to eat. Grub it. It's all part of the show. We love to bring to your earbuds hell. We even sing. Mm-hmm. So sit back, relax, enjoy the show. And like Biggie said, now you know Do you need a break and escape just to ease your mind? Well look no further than your homies in the 209 Because it's time to lose all those blues that got you stressed out Give us one hour and you know we'll knock that mess out The best route is music, movies, laughter, and friends The conversation's starting, y'all jump on Come in on. And you know it won't stop, you know it don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, my friend The party don't stop, the party don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, my friend The party don't stop, the party don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, friend. The party don't stop, the party don't end. Now let's let the episode begin. What up, what up, what up, and welcome to another episode of the 209 till infinity podcast. As always, it's your boy, DJ Billy A, and across the way from May is my man, 50 Grand. Get up on your mic and tell him who you am, my friend. Hello, it is I, Savage O'Malley. Yes, uh, French today, I like it. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm not about French, just... Uh, Savage, that just sounds like, <laughs> Savage O'Malley. Oh, oh, like I'm... Uh, uh, freaking Pepe Le Pew. It's got what it's got that vibe. Like you, I, f- I picture Savage going to shop at Target and then hit Jacques in the box for right. him to lunch. S- send it to me again. I'll redo it. Uh, right. Send it off again. Yeah, yeah. All right, all right. And across the way from me is my man, Fifty Grand. Why don't you get up on your mic and tell him who you am, my friend? Oh shit! We just went to the club. What up, y'all? What's going on, y'all? It's your boy, Savage O'Malley, a.k.a. Big Skis, a.k.a. Drill Bit for the old school homies, a.k.a. Sleepy Hollow, Sucker Fish Sav. Yeah, Bang Bang Niner Gang. Yes, sir. I see. I saw you draped in the jersey when I got here. I see you draped, draped in it. Heller, Heller. People in the Bay Area got a lot to be excited about after the last two weeks, man. Those were, uh, you know, I'm not a football fan per se. Like I watch, but I'm not a diehard. Like I much prefer, and we've talked about this before. I much prefer baseball and basketball over football. But man. Um, the last couple weeks, some really good, like just solid games. Like, I mean, close, tight, nobody blowing the other one out. You know, like they came down to the bitter end nail biters. Like if you weren't a fan of either team, you just wanted to see a good game. Like these are the games to watch, unless you're just looking for the high scoring, somebody blowing somebody. Some people like that shit. I don't, I'm not a big fan of that. Like if it's my team. Then I'm okay with it. If I go to an A's game and they win 15 to nothing and they're blasting home runs, I'm okay with it. But if I'm watching two teams that I'm not invested in per se, like I just want to see a good game, a blowout's not really that exciting. So yeah, I mean, wow. Yeah, there were some good ones, man. Some real, some real good playoff football, man. And it just you know, and that's just for me seeing the highlights and listening to people talk and you know getting recaps after the fact. You're a, you're a, you keep up to date on the social medias. Yes, the social media, and I see you know it's because so many sportscasters now do that. Stephen A. Smith, they've all got social media pages, and they're all on the, you know, all putting out their feelings and their thoughts about what happened. And you know, and then on top of that, I'm just friends with a shitload of Niners fans, so I see immediately like like 
post game, during game, pre game, the whole nine. Like, come on, man, I'm, you're killing me here. No, yes. Like, they're going through the gamut of emotions. I feel like I worry about some folks, like, heart attack area. Like, don't can't relax, breathe. The last time I can remember being stressed out like that was Kings Lakers playoffs. I literally had to go outside, man. I was like, it was killing me, dude. Like, it was like, I can't watch. I can't watch. I can't watch. Like, this is too much. So I could, I, I know during those games, I'm like, I'm not even going to message Savage. Like, I, every once in a while, I'll be like, oh, yo, this is a dope song. I'm going to, oh, wait a minute. What, what day is it? Oh, it's Sunday. It's 445. Yeah, nope. Can't do that right now. Later. Later. I haven't, I haven't heard from Savage today. Oh, hold on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bill, it's fucking third down and 11. Get the fuck out of here with your goddamn Big Daddy Kane fucking remix. I don't give a shit. That's right, yeah. Call I, me in an hour. I know. I know that the, them playoff game days especially, like, it's just not happening. Like, I'm like, yeah. I'll the, good, the good news is, is that um, as a Giants fan, I have adjusted to torture. Yeah, yeah, that's After, true. You know, like Very true. they they didn't when they won their World Series and they were all going through their run, they didn't just come in and beat the sh doors off of people and then go get their trophy. Right. Everything was like, okay, this is it. It's finally over. Yeah. Oh no! Oh, we won. Oh my God! Did we win? Did that yeah. just happen? Did that just happen? Oh my yeah. God! Torture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hashtag torture. Yes. You know. So. Um, yeah, that became a thing. Hashtag torture. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and so, uh, and football is a whole different beast, man, because. It's just uh, I'm a I'm a huge Niner fan, which which you know, but I'm not a huge overall football fan. Like I'm not that guy I've talked about. I don't sit down in Sundays, Mondays, and Thursdays or football. Like I got other shit I want to do. But, right. Yeah. But, yeah, I, yeah. but my world stops for the Niners. Right. Yeah, yeah. Even when they were terrible. Yeah. My world would stop for the Niners, and I would even I'd try to, you know, try to swallow a whole game because right. I'm a kind of a guy that's like, look, dude. And I still believe this to this day. Uh, as long as the team is trying, yeah. you have to sit there and go through the shit to, to be appreciative of the good shit. Right. Yeah, absolutely. You know I mean? Absolutely. So, so um, I would do my best to sit through. I sat through the Dennis Erickson years and the Jeff Garcia years. Sure. And, you know, sure. they even got a little bit good and made the playoffs a couple times, but they weren't great. Right, right. You right. Know? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Uh, anyway, Niners, uh, today is Saturday the 29th. This episode will be released on Monday the 31st. So when this when this drops, yes. I'm either going to be very happy, right. Waking up to go to work on Monday morning, yes. or irritated as fuck. Yes. Cuz again, I mean it's great that you're in the playoffs, but once you get to this point, we're one win away from the Super Bowl. Correct. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, absolutely, so, absolutely. And by we, I say me because I'm a fan and uh, I wear Niner stuff, so I'm invested. And what time's the game on Sunday? Uh, 3.30, I believe. And this is against, is it's the Rams? The Rams okay. of Los Angeles. So this is this is California. This is the battle for the battle for the state. This is this is uh, NorCal versus SoCal, baby. This yeah. is a big deal, man. It, and and it's, it's a huge deal because obviously the SFLA thing. And in, 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 and I understand like the last 20 years, the Giants have been better than the Dodgers. But mm. prior to those 20 years, mm -hmm. I mean, as far as titles and stuff, right. the Dodgers won a bunch of division titles, but nobody gives a shit if you don't win at all. Right, That's right. That's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good job. You got fucking, uh, you know... Yes. Whatever. Yeah. So the, uh, but it, the opposite of that is the Niners have pretty much dominated this, this uh, rivalry or this, this matchup for a long, long time. The night, the Rams have only been good a little bit. And when they were good, it was in St. Louis. I was going to say, yeah, correct me if I'm wrong. They were the LA Rams, then the St. Louis Rams for a long time. And now they're back in LA. Correct. That was the move, right? Yeah, and the problem is, and and and, and I understand the idea, uh, the ideology of like, how is LA that big of a market and not have a team? Right. They didn't have a team for a long time. Right. Correct. Um, and now they have two, the Chargers and the right. the Rams. But here's the thing, LA doesn't really, you know, there's not Rams fans in LA. No. Yeah. I mean, there's. Of course, there's some Rams fans in LA. Sure, right. Like and there my, will be more now. I hate yeah, to say that. Well, that's how it yeah, works. Yeah, absolutely. You know, that's how when you win, everybody's a fan. <laughs> not, not, not you and I. We're not like that. 
but there are a lot of people that love to jump on oh. board when a team's winning. No, no, no. Yeah. There's a yeah, there's yeah, a yeah. whole a whole country of Patrick Mahomes fans. Yeah. And Tom Brady fans. Correct. Because yeah. they're hot now, or he's the goat. Yeah. And in three years from now, if fucking whoever. Is the be- Joe Burrow on the Bengals is the best player in football, yeah. and he's just destroying people. Then you're going to see all these Bengals shit. Sure. Oh, right? yeah. Well, you remember when we were in high, I was always a Sacramento Kings fan. And as much as I respected Michael Jordan, and I firmly believe he's the GOAT, I'll take that to my grave. Well, it's because it's the right answer, yeah, but go ahead. But, but I couldn't bring myself when everyone else was rocking Chicago Bulls jerseys. I just couldn't do it. Like, I couldn't. I would... As much as I respected, now you know if Jordan swung and did did a season or two stint with the Kings, that'd be a different story. But I can't, I couldn't like as much as I was like, "Yo, that's a dope jersey," and he's so fucking incredible. I was just like, "Now let me ask, let me ask you this." Yeah. Now would you rock a Jordan jersey? Um, that's a good question, man. Because I would. Yeah, absolutely. He's a good. I probably would, but I probably would want to go. uh, Maybe college or you know what was cool for christmas i got my son a uh he thought it was really cool i got him his minor league baseball jersey i think it was the barons that he played for birmingham barons yeah i got him that jersey and that was actually a sharp looking jersey man i got it for him for christmas and i was like man i'd wear that shit fuck yeah dude um so yes i guess the answer to that would be yes now that he's retired um, but I'd probably do it in some kind of more classic retro throwback. I don't know if I'd go traditional. You, you know, the Bulls is a classic retro throwback now. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, You got a point. That's a good point. But I wouldn't probably just do. Yeah, I don't even know what the Bulls uniforms look like anymore. I couldn't tell you. I, I would I, if if I was uh, if I was in a little bit better shape. Yeah, I would probably rock the classic white Chicago Bulls. With the red numbers. That is a sharp looking jersey. Just because, you know what? Like at this point, like he's the GOAT, A, B, right? Like you're making a statement towards anybody who says he's not the GOAT. Right. And it's it's kind of a, it's a a reference to our era now. Yeah. It's not like, oh, you're a Bulls fan? Like. Yeah, yeah. No, that's the truth. You got a point there. But those uh, North Carolina jerseys are fucking beautiful too. I think I just like the colors. Yeah, but no. Yeah, I guess your answer to that question in a roundabout way is yes. Yes, I would now. Uh, but it's interesting. Did you ever, going back to the Rams, there was a documentary where they countered the rise of NWA with the rise of the Raiders and how they kind of went hand in hand. You know, the NWA made the Raiders hat and the Raiders jersey a thing. And in that documentary, it's one of those 30 for 30 documentaries. Right. Ice Cube put it together. It's really good. If you haven't seen it, if you can track it down, it's phenomenal. Um, but they basically said like, the, at that time, the Rams fans were viewed as the kind of more bougie, white, the people with money, like the other, those people. Whereas the Raiders were the the working class, hood, gangster, and a lot of that had to do with NWA. And the colors were just cooler, man. Like like the, the pirate, the black, the silver, the that mentality, the way they played football, it was just kind of cool compared to the Rams were just never cool. Like it just wasn't looked at as hip at the time. And it's a fascinating documentary. Um, but yeah, dude, it's, it's, it's a, it's a, and, and I'm sure the documentary is great, but it's very similar to any time you have two teams in the same sport, in the same general area. Yeah. Like the same thing could be said about the New York giants and the jets. Right. right? right. One team is kind of upper class. They win a little bit more, whatever. Right. right. The Jets are just kind of the Jets. Have they won before? Yes. Have they been in the playoffs yet? Are their fans loyal? Yes. But there's a dis- huge disparity in the type of fans, right? Yeah. Giants and A's. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. like even before the Giants were winning, like they were kind of always looked, even the, the A's were winning. Yeah, yeah. And the Giants were still looked at as like a more... Yeah. You know, well, the difference intriguing of franchise. San Francisco versus Oakland. Right. Oakland's well, go, yeah, gone to shit. Hey, man. New mean, York versus. Yeah. The, you know, they're both New York, but yeah, they, yeah. they even they even both played in well, Jersey. And that's but looking, people associated the New York Giants with like Manhattan and New yeah, York. Right. It's like Mets versus Yankees. Absolutely. Just a different animal. Yeah. You're talking about the Bronx or you're talking about Queens. Right. Yeah. Interesting. It's an interesting thing to think about. But yeah, I wish I remembered the name of that. 
I don't think it was called, I think it was called Straight Out of L.A., but man, fascinating documentary about just the t- differences between those two teams, but really it's about the Raiders, but they hit the Rams a lot. Like, And basically, a lot of people were like, yeah, the Rams, that's not me. Just I, Lakers, Clippers, that's another one. Like, who reps the Clippers? Like, have you ever seen anyone? Billy Crystal. Is, and that's about it, huh? Like uh, Billy Crystal, the kid from Malcolm in the Middle. That yeah. was, he was there a lot. <laughs> yeah, that's but, true. But then, but then when they got like Blake Griffin and Chris Paul, like they were getting good in the playoffs all the time. They didn't win a title, but a lot of like a lot of people. You saw a lot more, but like nobody, like Snoop, nobody in the hip hop community, like I feel like embraced the Clippers, like. And I guess that's where my eyes and my focus goes to more. You had Jack Nicholson. It's like more Hollywood with the Lakers too. But but I think that like they're yeah, absolutely yeah. for sure. But that's a status thing. Sure, for sure. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? It, it like, made them cool though. Like like Jack Nicholson. Do you agree that made, Nicholson is so fucking cool? Like right, it makes the Lakers cool. He like, was there for a long time, right? Mm-hmm, but then mm-hmm. you got guys, you know, oh Rob Lowe's in the stands. Or yeah, yeah, whatever, right? Yeah, yeah. Same kind of thing, like. Yeah, J Lo and Benifer up in front because the Celtics were in right, town. Right, yeah, and know, he's a Mark Celtics Wahlberg fan. sitting on the on the bench next to LeBron. Absolutely, yeah, you yeah, because yeah. he's in LA, but he's a Celtics fan. Right, you know that yeah. kind of thing. If you're Hollywood, but nobody watches Mark Wahlberg at the fucking Clippers fucking Celtics game because <laughs> yeah. it's about being there for the Lakers. Right, right, for sure, for sure, absolutely. So yeah, there. I guess that 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 divide exists amongst a lot of teams but yeah man this is a big deal and i think that has a lot to do with winning yeah oh for sure you know what i mean look i mean yeah the front the lakers franchise compared to the clippers franchise i mean come on there's not there is no comparison right but yeah it's, the history of the lakers is insane like right. i tell you this yeah as much as i love the guy yeah you know this more than anybody i was a huge e40 fan yes he never talked about the giants before they were winning right never yeah. He's been he never with- wore anything. I never heard him say anything about the 49ers. No. Until never. No. He wore Raiders jerseys. He's photo- uh, Richie- I have I've seen I've, I've seen him in jerseys, right? I, yeah. The only jersey that I can ever remember him in yeah. is a Warriors jersey when he had dreads. Yeah. I forget the name of the album right now off the top of my head because he has 613 albums. Yes, he did. He made a theme song for the Warriors, too. Yeah, yeah. it's about popularity. It's about being seen. It's it's the same reason Locksmith is doing the shit he's doing now. Yeah, Locksmith making songs for the Niners and tagging the Niners. It's it's a great way to get attention. I mean, hey, um, hey, I see uh, Tech Nine on his social media performing at the Chiefs games. Tech Nine is a huge Chiefs. Maybe he's been a Chiefs fan his whole life, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. like the second they got good all of a sudden like he's talking about chief's kingdom yeah yep 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 making theme songs and performing at right you know what hey as big as these you're talking about e40 you're talking about tech nine two very um independent big mogul type artists there's another level of um notoriety and and getting people to look at you that goes way beyond anything they've ever when you when you stand in a football stadium at a playoff game and perform a theme song, that's a whole nother level of eyes that they don't ever get. Like, right. Yeah. And so just for context, Tech 9 right? Yeah. It's very similar to like, you know how your mom knows who Snoop Dogg is? Right, correct. Right? Yeah, yeah. There are now old white ladies in uh, Kansas City absolutely. who know who Tech 9 is. Yeah, now. yeah. They're like, is, is that the KC Mo guy? Mm-hmm. Casimo. And when, and when it, oh. yeah, when somebody goes, oh look, there's E40 in the stands, or when he performs Bang Bang Niner Gang, and it's televised nationally, that's just another level of eyes. Hey, Dr. Dre is the biggest pro- hip hop producer, maybe one of the biggest producers in music. Period. He's a billionaire. When he performs at the Super Bowl, he's never had that many eyes on him in his entire career. Like none of them. Eminem. The biggest selling rapper of all time, billions and billions of streams, millions, multi-platinum albums. When he steps in front of those cameras at that Super Bowl. On stage at the Grammys, not even It doesn't come close. There's nothing watched as much as the Super Bowl. That's when you're absolutely right. Your grandmother, your niece, your nephew, your boss, the next day will either be going, Man, why the fuck did they let Dr. Dre in there? What a what a travesty! Or they're gonna be going, that was awesome, man. Did you see when Eminem did this or that? You know, and and it, it billions, billions of people around the world, not just us in the states. The Super Bowl will be aired everywhere. The, 
the especially if the Niners are in, shit just shuts down. My wife and I usually, and I've talked about this on the podcast before, we usually have a date night on the Super Bowl. Because it's like you have the world to yourself. Because, like I said, I'm not the biggest football fan. Nine times out of ten, it's not even a team I have anything invested in. Because of Dr. Dre and Eminem and Mary J. Blige and Snoop being at the halftime show, I told my wife, I said, we're either going to have to be somewhere where that, at least for that moment, I got to see that. Or we're going to have to pay like for a free, you know, like whatever, live TV for a week or something like stream it, sign up for something to where we can watch it from home. But normally I'm out and the world is like... You could just see pissed off people in restaurants wishing they were at a Super Bowl party somewhere and it's me and like two other guys, me and my wife and two other people in a restaurant. We go to the store. We're just alone in the world. Like you could hear a pin drop in these places. So there's a uh, there's this this TikTok trend going right now. Yeah. That says when that beat drops, mm-hmm. that first beat drops yeah. at the halftime show. Yes. Some of you kids are going to realize who your parents really are. Absolutely, that's the truth. Right? That's a good question. That's a good point. Yeah. You're going to have all these accountants and fucking, yeah. <laughs> you know, social workers, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Popping their collar. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh-wee! Right, with their fucking toddlers. <laughs> yes. And the Super Bowl, the reason they're doing it is because it's in L.A., right? Is that right? Uh, it is in L.A. So that's why I don't brought, know if that's why they're doing that's it. That's probably a big reason to bring Dre and yeah, be in that West Coast vibe. So it would be pretty fucking epic if the Rams made it. And not for Niners fans, but I'm just saying, just in, if the Rams made it to the Super Bowl and it's in L.A. and you've got Dre and Snoop performing, that would be pretty insane. But just the fact, if we can get a West Coast team in there, period, with these West Coast artists, I mean, obviously Mary J. Blige and Snoop. I mean, uh, and Am aren't from the West Coast, but as a Niner fan, yeah, obviously, I want the Niners to win, of course. But I don't like for me. Even if I wasn't a Rams or a Niners fan, mm-hmm. I like everything would be better. Yeah, like even if like like almost any other team but the Rams. And I don't, right. I don't hate the Rams because I don't care about them because they haven't been good. Either. I don't, right, whatever, yeah. you know, whatever. Yeah. You know, like like the Cowboys, I hate with a passion. Right. It's like I hate the Lakers. I hate the Dodgers. Like, I just don't like yeah. those teams. They're one of those teams. It's just, you know, burnt yeah. in my soul at this point. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, my Super Bowl was already beating the Cowboys. Right. You know? Yeah. <laughs> because all Cowboy, like, Cowboy fans, you know, are like Raider fans a little bit. They're delusional. They were pretty terrible. They were like throwing bottles and shit at the team as they the, left. I at was the like, refs. Oh, it was at the refs. At the they were refs. doing it. Okay, I caught and, little and then, their, and then their quarterback was like, "Oh, good for them." Then, like, oh, you can't say that shit. No, you I idiot. didn't. I missed that. And then, of course, he made a public apology. That's not what I meant. I was in the heat of the moment. Shut right, up. Right. Right. Shut up. I saw the I saw the fans throwing <sighs> shit as people walked off. I thought they were throwing it at their own team. Team. I was like, "Oh shit, they're really upset." Okay. I get that now. They were they thought there was bad officiating, so they're throwing shit at the refs. Yeah, the Cowboys are trash. Yeah, yeah. They, they they weren't. They were overrated. Right. They play in a t- terrible division. That's why they were good. Mm-hmm. I was so confident. I bet on it. Mm. I showed you that. Yes, you did. That's give right. Me, give my hey. Not hey. Niners play the Cowboys this weekend. You gonna yeah. bet on it? Tell them bring me my money. <laughs> Show me the money. Tell them bring me my money. Back the truck up, baby. Here we go. I, now I gotta do it. Yeah. It, you know, but the the so the Niners coach is Kyle Shanahan. The Rams coach is Sean McVay. Mm. They were both on football staff in Washington. Mm-hmm. They have a connection. They've been together. They're friends. They've they've known each other a long time, mm. right? Since McVay has been the coach of the Rams and Shanahan is the coach of the Niners. Niners are six and zero against the Rams. Oh shit! Even when the Rams have better teams, okay, okay. right? Or injuries or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Beat them twice this year. Okay, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Interesting so, stat. Yeah. So, uh, it's a matchup. It's 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 uh, and football is all about matchups, obviously. But it's a uh, it's a scheme and a system that like the Niners have the upper hand. Mm. So on one hand, I love that going into the game, but on the other hand, it scares me. Right. Because how often, like sooner or later, like the Rams are due. Yeah, the Rams are due, or you know what I mean. The Niners are gonna have a bad game, or they're they're gonna break the system, or whatever. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of scary. As a fan, you gotta be. 
Yeah, man. Like I said, I, I haven't been in a position like that in so long. My A's, my Kings, they're not doing all that much. So, um, yeah, yeah. There's a part of me that I, 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 the closest thing I can think is, like I said, I go back to those Lakers Kings playoffs where I was like, had to go outside. That's the last time I felt that connected and attached to something where I was like, I can't, this is stressing me out, man. It, like it hurt. Like, like other than that, I don't usually go that nuts for sports, but that, 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 those playoff runs I did, man, it hurt. Oh, Niners are playing the Cowboys. You think the Niners are going to win? Tell them to bring me my money. Hell yeah, baby. Back the truck up and bring me my money. Show me the money. So anyway, Niners, Rams, big NFC championship. Yes. Niners win. If the Niners win, either Super Bowl is great to me. Because there's also another thing going around, and I don't know if you've seen this on TikTok. TikTok is very um, algorithm-centric, so yes, yes. your shit probably is much different than my sure, shit. Sure, sure. Right? Yeah. Because yeah. I'll tell you what, like, it's so crazy. Like, when I first got on TikTok, yeah. people were sending me TikToks of uh, Asian girls. Right. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, yeah. I, I, I fancy an Asian lady, if, Got you. if you will. Got you. Right? Yeah. So people be like, you see this? You see this? So then, like, all of a sudden, my feed was just like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, God dang. Like, is this all that's on this app? Yeah. yeah. Right? But then, like, you start to like other things or yeah. whatever. People send you things, and your algorithm kind of changes. But you do stay in your algorithm. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're very music-centric. You're very, you know, when you're looking at stuff. So it's probably a lot. Like, you'll send me things, and I was like, I never saw that. Yeah, yeah. Right? And right. then I'll send you things. Yeah, like, I never you know, seen Mandalorian, Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. Cause I got me, me and uh, oh, you nasty are close, so we send a lot of those. I got like my thing is video games, Star Wars, Marvel, right? right. Yeah, yeah, and uh, whatever flavor of lady I, yeah, <laughs> you know, the tend flavor, to, whatever the flavor of yeah. the month. Yeah, and it's crazy too because like thing you like all of a sudden you'll you won't even like I won't even like something. Yeah, and I'll end up in a in a hole. It just comes up. Yeah, like yeah, I'm yeah, like yeah. right now. The majority of the female TikToks in my on my for you page, yeah. For some reason, I got stuck in Texas uh, TikTok. Interesting. They're all Texas girls. And yeah. I'm like, oh, she's cute. Like yeah. she's like dating application, and I'm like, oh, El Paso. Oh, the, yeah, how did man. I end up here? You know? Yeah, yeah, that's not happening. Anyway, there's a there's a there's a uh, there's a trend going around right now. I don't know if you've heard about it or seen it, right? So they're saying there was a glitch in the Matrix. Mm. And the 49ers were supposed to beat the Chiefs in the Super Bowl in 2020. I, February 2020. Yeah, you said so there was this, a, right? Did I? Yeah, yeah you said There was a glitch me. in the Matrix. Yeah, yeah. Niners were supposed to win. Something went haywire. They were winning the whole game. Either that or I saw it. You either sent this they, to me or I saw they it. They were winning yeah, the whole game. Yeah. Something went haywire. All of a sudden, they ended up losing. I could tell you why, but let's not get into that right now. Right, yeah, yeah. Whole nother podcast. Yeah, yeah. A, a, a hold in, in, in the regular season is a hold in the playoffs, but... You digress. I'm, I digress. Yeah. <laughs> February 2020, that shit happened. The next month, COVID hit. The world has right. been upside down since. Right. So the only way to reverse it right. is for the Niners and Chiefs to get in the Super Bowl and the Niners win, and we can go back to normal. I've heard that. Yes, I did hear this. So the yeah. entire world yeah. should be rooting for the Niners to beat the Chiefs in the Super Bowl yeah. to get us back on track. <laughs> Let's make the world right. Hey, yeah. make the world right again. Reset the matrix. Reset the matrix. Yeah. Right, because right. somewhere, right, the, the fucking Neil Patrick Harris is out there, the architect's yeah. out there fucking shit up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, say So, look. In more ways than one. So, the Niners play the Chiefs. For me, that would be amazing. Yes. Because, um... Not only would the Niners get a chance at uh, redemption, yes, Niners would be in the Super Bowl. I get another one more week, two more weeks, but till the Super Bowl, one more week of football for right, my team. Right. Um, if the Niners win and they play the Bengals, mm. that would be amazing because the Niners or the the Cincinnati Bengals have been to su two Super Bowls in their franchise history, mm -hmm. both of them against the Niners. Ah, yeah, I do remember eighty-one, that. Yeah. and uh, the that was the. Long time ago, and then yeah. the Boomer Sice and Icky Woods. Yeah, yeah, yeah Icky. I think it was 89. Icky Shuffle, I think it was yeah. 89. I remember that. Right? 
Yeah. How crazy is that? Yeah. The Bengals finally get back to another Super Bowl and they have to play the Niners again? Yeah. How insane would that be? Yeah, that would be insane. Right? That would be, that's another matrix Basically, reset. nobody cares about the Rams. Yeah. Just get the fuck out of here. <laughs> right? They're, they're the epitome of what people don't like, right? They, they got all these fancy high-level free agents. They're right. trying to buy a championship. Yeah. Everyone should want them to lose. Yeah. I hate that shit. Yeah, I, I, I can feel you on that. Yeah. I, As an A's fan, you should feel that shit. I feel it. I feel it. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm up for resetting the matrix with it. With Reset it. the matrix, right? Hey. And people are like, look, we have to do it so that if we can reset the matrix, we can get a ja- get rid of Jackson Mahomes. Yeah. Who's Patrick's Mahomes' brother, who's uh, who's just the world's like, he's like the male Kardashian of oh, TikTok. He's terrible. Okay. People hate him. Okay. I didn't know that. All right. I didn't even know he had a brother. That's how out of, out of it I am. All right. Well, that's interesting. Don't, I, I probably said it. So now your phone heard me. So you see a bunch of Jackson Mahomes shit. Okay. Avoid it, dude. All right. I'll stay away from he's it. He's just annoying. He's like, uh, what's the, what's the, uh, Cringy. Yes. He he he, yeah. he is famous. Yeah. Because his brother's famous. Yeah. And he walk like 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 he like walks into like restaurants and expects people to bow down for him. Uh, like yeah. he's that guy. Yeah, okay. He's a fucking he's a bum. Kind of like Tom Hanks' son Chet Hayes, you know, holding up guns on Instagram kind of. and trying to have a rap career, but really he wouldn't be shit if he didn't have Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson as his mommy and daddy. Like but he does have followers and he does have people watching him because of who his parents are. And he's fucking super cringy, like super cringy. Like he puts a black eye in hip hop, in my opinion. Like, right. like he sets white rappers back, you know, like Eminem pushed us forward like so far. And then people like him and Vanilla Ice go, oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. There was a reason why we didn't open the door for you guys. Get to the back. Right. Yeah, anyways, man. Yeah, no, I feel that, man. Yeah. All right, so, so go Niners. That's what's up. Yeah, 100%. We yeah. got to reset the matrix. Yes, absolutely. I'm there. I'm there for that. Yeah. It's what it's 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 what the world needs. It's true. We've got the, we've got to do it for yeah. the world. We're already month 2 into 2022 and and COVID is winning. So if resetting the matrix is what it takes, Niners, Chiefs, go Niners, baby. That's what's up. I, I seen a TikTok today where this it was like this guy wakes up from a coma in 2032. Yeah. He's like, what? What happened? He's like, oh my god, you were in a coma for ten years. He's like, I'd have rather been in. And then the, he's talking to the doctor, or the nurse, or whatever. And yeah. he's like, he's like, I gotta get out of here. He's like, oh, I'd rather been in a coma than in this variant-filled world. Yeah. And he's yeah. like, we're still in the pandemic. He's like, yeah, there's variants everywhere. Yeah. He's like, which ones? And he was like, oh, and he's like saying all these like the Megatron, the Chronicron. Right, 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 yeah, yeah. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, oh, and then DJ Khaled died because of the. Uh, Another cron. Yeah. Oh, another cron. Yeah. Like another one. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Another one. Oh, another cron. Yeah, that's Khaled's <laughs> shit, man. That's what he does. That's not, yeah. And that's legit, man. So, yeah, if we can reset this and stop this, I don't give a fuck what it takes. Go. Let's do it. Let's make it happen because I am, I am, uh, I'm done with it. Yeah. It, it's, no, I hear you, man. It's everywhere. I hear yeah. you. Yeah. Hey, look. And like people like Scott, how are you going to just talk shit? About the Rams or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Like without any recourse, you're just gonna run your mouth. You know why I do it? Why is that? Well, because I'm a stud. I'm ballsy. I don't take no shit from anyone. <laughs> yeah, for sure. That's it. That's it. That's how we roll in California. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what we do, baby. Yes, yeah. Arnold. I like it. A new sound. I haven't heard that one yet. That's yeah, man. You wanna come at me? You know? Yeah. You want to you want to challenge me? I'm here. Yeah, that's right. You know? Yes. You already know what you're going to get, right? I do. I do know what I'm going to get. I can do this all day. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> okay, you came prepared today. I like that. New sounds. New, new you got the buttons down. I give you props on that. Wait, yeah, we're here, we're here. So, I kept waiting for the big things, big it, things. It, if you don't mind. <laughs> I don't mind. Let's talk about a little something. All right. Yeah. I'm, I'm guessing that you want to. Uh, we already established we need to reset the matrix. Yes. Bang, bang, Niner gang. Yeah. Let's go. Okay. We got everybody. If you're a Niner fan of this show on and fan of this show, we're talking Mad Cyclone, we're Mariposa Mauler. Right. We know we're talking about these Niners, right? Yes. They, and then if you're not a Niner fan, reset the matrix. Let's, Hashtag. Let's go. Hashtag reset the matrix. Hashtag fuck COVID. I like it, man. Yeah. So another cron. <laughs> another cron. Yeah. So um, you played the Mandalorian theme. Music. I 
did. But since the last time we recorded, now they're they're kind of connected. But since the last time we recorded, the because uh, we recorded, you know, we record every three weeks. So this is since the last time we recorded, the book of Boba Fett has aired on Disney Plus. Uh, you and I, what are we on episode? Are we, is it episode five that was the last one that we're up to now? Or was, it's either four or five. I, I've lost track. So. Uh, last week was five. Okay. So we're five episodes deep. Uh, I would go out to sound a limb to say that five was the bet. No, I won't go out on a limb. I think most people agree. Five was the best episode of the series so far. Um, and we're going to kind of dig in and talk about that a little bit. Um, would you like to start with your thoughts on the book of Boba Fett, my friend? <laughs> Uh, yeah, man. Let me just tell you this. Uh, so, in general, mm-hmm. I really like it. Yeah, I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. I think it. I look forward to it. It's fun. It's um, the book of Boba Fett is based in the same. It's not based, but I mean it's it's handled the same way that the Mandalorian is handled, as yes. far as kind of being a western. And, yeah, very and western, you, very the, new sheriff in town. Yeah, like, very, yeah, you yeah. know, the way they're recording, the way they're handling it, the yeah. way that it's filmed, the way it's produced, the way it's written. Yeah, and I like it's, that vibe. It's not the Mandalorian, but it's no. different, and I really enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Um, I have, there's, I, I it, it, here's the thing, and, 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 and I'll be real honest with you. Okay. We're going to talk about this. Yeah. And real talk, you and I are not qualified to talk about this. Yeah, because we're, we're not. We're not the biggest Star Wars. Because heads. No. shit pops up, and I see stuff, and I'm like, "Oh, that kind of looks familiar," or "This is a little bit of this, right?" And then I'll get like six text messages from Oh, you nasty, who has been on this show, who has talked about the Star Wars world, Clone Wars, all these things, right? Yes. Deep. Yes. Deep into lore and all of these things, and I think the coolest thing about it is. John Favreau and the writer, I forget his name. Filoni. Right Filoni, there's Filoni. another guy. Yeah. Uh, that, that right. And Robert Rodriguez is that, directing. Yeah. So yeah. these people have done such an amazing job of creating this world where they're really like bringing everything into the world. Like, so like just the little, like there was like four or five Easter eggs in this last episode. Yes. That people lost their fucking shit about. Yes, they and did. I would have no idea if it wasn't for Nick, if it wasn't for TikTok, if it wasn't right. for emergency. Awesome. Whatever these agree. I, I wouldn't know. Yeah, yeah. Now, some of these things, it's very similar to how, like, when we watch Marvel stuff, we pick up on a lot of it because we're more deep into that. Sure, sure. But yes. Like, the Star Wars world is so much bigger, I think, than... I, I don't know if it's bigger, but it's more... Uh, it's been around longer. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah, That's what it is. Like, And so, it's just... I think It's fantastic the way they do stuff. Like, for example, uh, in episode five, which is of Boba Fett, which is really a Mandalorian episode. Yes. Yeah, it because is. Because the Mandalorian came back and it was absolutely the best. And there was. You no- don't even see Boba Fett at all. No. In the episode. Like, he's not in. The, yeah. It's the book of Boba Fett and he's not in the episode. The and o- it's hands down the best episode. The, of the only yeah. Boba Fett character you see is Fennec. At the end, at the right. bitter end, just coming to say, like, look, we're looking. Because episode four ends with her going, we need muscle. And she goes, how much money do you got? He goes, I got plenty. And she goes, well, we can buy muscle. That ain't a problem. And then she shows up with money and he goes, is it for Boba Fett? I'll do it just because I owe him. Like, I owe him a favor. Now, did you know this was coming? I didn't think we were going to get a whole Mandalorian episode, but I did think, I kept thinking they've got to go track down the Mandalorian for help. I mean, he's just a badass. Like, I I did think that that was, but if you just said, you're going to get a whole episode and then at the end, she's going to go, can you help? Yeah, I just figured they'd, they'd cross paths, they'd track him down. So, and I don't know if you caught it. I don't know what. what so at the end of four, uh-huh. Fennec is outside talking to Boba Fett and he's like, we need muscle. Mm-hmm. And she goes, how much money do you have? Yes. And he's like, that's not a problem. Right. Whatever, yeah, yeah. whatever he says. Yeah, yeah. And then she goes, well, you just got to know where to look. Right. And then she said, you just got to know where to look. Oh, you know what? I didn't catch the theme music, but I it just was very assumed. subtle. I just assumed. And that's the first thing me and OU Nasty said was like, did you hear the Mandalorian thing? Yeah. He's like, yeah. And I was like, he's coming next week. There's no way. There's no way yeah. that they played that in the Boba Fett series and they're not going to M- Mando next week. Well, time. and in, in Mando, when Boba Fett shows up, him Boba Fett and Fennec save Mando's ass. Right. And Boba Fett's a badass and like takes out... 
you said we're not really qualified to talk about the show, but what I will say, you're absolutely right. I'm not that Ta- qualified to talk about the depth of right. the things that happen. I am not that deep into the Star Wars lore. I love A New Hope. I love Empire Strikes Back and I love Return of the Jedi. I grew up on those. Not a fan of the prequels. Never watched the cartoons. Never played the video games. Never read the books. And the thing is with the Star Wars world, what makes it so crazy is a lot of the video games, a lot of the books, a lot of the comic books have become canon. So they all connect with the movies. We've only had nine Star Wars movies since 1976. That's really not that many. I don't count the shitty Christmas special and some of the Ewok TV shows made for TV Who, movies. Who's the Christmas special called again? Uh, it's just the Star Wars Christmas special. It's the fucking worst thing ever in the history of television. Like, it might be one of the... I mean, you get, like, B. Arthur popping up from Golden Girls, like, working the bar. Like, hey, Chewie! Like, it's really bad. Really bad. But that shows you how popular Star Wars was. They're like, yo, we gotta do a movie of the week, man. We gotta do an NBC movie of the week. Uh, but got to, we got so to. you're absolutely right. I'm not that deep in the lore to really go that deep on Star Wars stats, but I am versed enough to know what I like. So I can talk about this show from that angle. And I will say, here's the thing that I that I love about this show is I liked the way. Um, obviously, you see him pop up out of the Sarlacc pit from Return of the Jedi, which is what everybody wanted. We wanted to see how he came back and escaped. Right. And you see that, and I like the way that they were telling the story in flashbacks. Like, you'd get a partial episode where he flashed back to how he got to where he was, and then you'd get a partial episode of where he was and what he was doing now. If I had any gripe with the show, is I think the flashback show was better than the present show. Does that make sense? Like, him sitting in his throne room and and it's just a basically him having meetings with people and talking with people and trying to get people to trust him he from what i understood from star wars fans is boba fett was a badass bounty hunter who killed for fucking money and he he you know he did what he had to do for money like and all of a sudden now he just wants to do it for respect like he i don't want to rule out of fear i want to rule out of respect and what that's done is they've kind of tied his hands he hasn't been really a badass through. Remember when he showed up in the Mandalorian and he was kicking fucking ass and taking names throughout this whole Boba Fett series. I'm still waiting. I feel like he's gotten his ass kicked and been bailed out by Fennec, been bailed out by the whatever those uh, the guards, the pig looking guards saved him at one point. Um, he has yet to really kick ass and take names and be Boba Fett. And I'm waiting for that moment. So, so far, I'll say I like the flashback show better than I like him sitting in his throne room going, okay, we got to talk to these guys. Then we're going to go, well, these guys say these guys did it. So we're going to go over and talk to these guys now. And I can't really trust any of them. And I know that we're leading to something and building to something that's going to be phenomenal. But the story of him um, being saved by the sand people which are almost like Indians. I looked at it like a dances with wolves. Like remember when Kevin Costner's taken in by the Indians and they make him one of their tribe and he ends up helping them. It's very similar to that. Like it's very old West to the point where they even hijack a train. Like there's a train heist in, in this, like very old West. He's bringing them into his world and helping them out. And they're bringing him in and teaching him the ways that was my favorite stuff. So spoiler alert here, I'm going to give a spoiler when they were all slaughtered. And you know that they're not going to come back and have any any more part in the series because they got wiped out and eradicated. The whole tribe was taken out. I was disappointed. I liked the kid, the the young sand person that he was kind of taken under his wing. Um, I saw a lot of people, and this is something I hadn't thought of. What a lot of people said, they're like, "What's wrong with Boba Fett? What's Boba Fett missing?" And they said, "There's no Baby Yoda." This show needs a baby Yoda. And what this person, what these few people I've seen said, the young sand kid had the potential to be this show's baby Yoda. Like maybe he could have survived and still been with Boba Fett and Boba Fett had a reason to like change his ways. But what a lot of people are saying is why does Boba Fett care? Like why does Boba Fett want to rule with respect instead of fear? Like why doesn't he just want to take people out, get the money? Because Fennec is like, let's kill him. Like she's ready to kill. Like, She's more of a badass right now than Boba Fett is to me. 
And that's not what I expected. And I know nothing about, I wasn't one of, the hardcore Star Wars fans were like, thank God we finally get Boba Fett. And I'm like, is this Boba Fett? I'm not really super impressed yet with him. I thought he was going to be just more badass. Like, so I feel the older story gives us a little bit more badass. Whereas the newer story is like, they're setting up and setting up, but it's taking a long time to get to something good. So episode five, when Mando shows up and just starts fucking kicking ass and taking names with the sword. I'm like, this is what I've been waiting for Boba Fett to do for five episodes now. And we had to get Mando to do it. So I feel like we already got our badass Boba Fett. It's just Mandalorian. Like, Mando came first. He dresses just like Boba Fett. So I feel like we already got our badass bounty hunter kick-ass show, and it's Mando, and now here's Boba Fett, and they kind of are trying to figure out what to do with him, but it's... I'm enjoying it, but once we stopped with the flashbacks, I was worried what was going to happen, and then they brought in the Mandalorian, and I'm like, okay, cool, I'm good with that. So I'm I'm really curious to see, because I have a feeling we're on our way to a big war and a big battle, and I think it's going to get good. But um, I'm, I'm ready for to see Boba Fett kick ass, basically. I want to see him do his thing. Because he's been kind of old, and he's been in the tank, and he's been healing, and he's been, like, and, and I, they've stifled him a little bit. Kind of like how you felt, remember what you said they did to uh, the Winter Soldier and Captain America and the Winter Soldier? They clipped his balls. They didn't let him be a badass like he we know he can be. I feel like they've Winter Soldiered Boba Fett a little bit in this show. Like, I know he's a badass, because we saw it in The Mandalorian, We've yet to see it in this show. So I'm ready for that. Like, let's go. I'm ready for the war that's coming. The. There, I get what you're saying. There's obviously differences between the two scenarios you're referencing. They clipped Winter Soldier in like battles like you know what i mean massive like things and he just was like out there shooting a gun like that was it. yeah yeah well and, but, and boba but, fett like when those guys all surrounded him with the shields they had the like shields that would shock you and they surrounded him in fennec everybody was like boba fett has a fucking jet backpack why didn't he just fly up <laughs> out of there and kick their asses like instead he was there he was getting his butt kicked here came the pig looking guards to kind of bail him out like, nobody should have to bail out Boba Fett. Like, and I'm just still waiting for badass Boba Fett. Like, all these Star Wars fans made me think Boba Fett was going to be an incredible badass. In the Star Wars movies, in the original ones, he never really was. He didn't do much of anything. So, I'm waiting for that moment. And have yet to get it. I got it from The Mandalorian. And so, I guess we had a badass Boba Fett moment in the Mandalorian. So maybe now they're paying the favor back and we're getting a badass Mandalorian moment in the Boba Fett show. I don't know, but I just, it's not, I'm not saying it's a bad show by any stretch of the imagination, but if you, if you took out the flashback aspects, all the stuff leading up, telling the story of how he got to where he is now, how he meets the sand people, how he meets Fennec, how he gets to be where he is. I don't think it would be a very good show. I'd be bored to tears, like waiting for some action to happen. Cause all the action happens in the flashbacks for the most part. Like he's kind of a badass in the flashbacks. Well, I can tell you this. Yeah. Um, from things I've read. Yeah. People absolutely hated the fucking dancing wolves bullshit. Mm. They hated that more than anything in the Boba Fett. Yeah. Okay. See that I didn't mind at all. Um, it was more interesting to me than sitting around talking about, well, we need to go see the governor, the mayor now. And the mayor is going to get out. Okay. So we need to go talk to these people now. It's like, all right. And, 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 you know, I think that he's, and I get it. I mean, this is, they're humanizing him, which is what, yeah, what, yeah. what they're trying to do. I don't want to ru rule with an iron fist. I'm trying to make, you know what I mean? I've done there. Without the sand people, I don't think you get that. They would make no sense at all. The sand people no. are what humanized him. I get that. Yeah, yeah. I understand. I'm not saying I didn't like it. No, I'm no, saying, I know. I know what you're saying. Right? Yeah. I'm just saying that they're humanizing him, which is why he's trying to not rule with an iron fist. He's not trying, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, he could just go in and kill everybody. Then he would be no different than Jabba or no different than, uh, you know, the white fucking tusk fucking head guy. Forget his name. Right now. Yeah, Bib Fortuna. Bib and Fortuna. He, he tells... Is Bib Fortuna a male? Yeah, I think so. I think so. But he tells, at one point, he tells that Wookiee, like, you know, basically, don't work for jerks. Go be your own person. Quit. And he tells Fennec at one point, I'm tired of, you know, 
doing dirt for other people, basically. So you kind of get why he's no longer a... But that doesn't mean he still can't be a badass. It's cool to have a heart and have compassion and want to do the right thing. I'm not against that. But I still, when when push comes to shove and you're surrounded, be a badass, dude. Like, we know you can be. Like, I just wanted to see a little bit more. That The flashback story is where he kills the big monster out in the sand and brings the head back to the sand people. And they take out the train. Um, and then the bikers guys who who wipe out his tribe when he gets his ship back and he goes and just zooms in and wipes them all out. Those are some of my favorite moments in the show. None of that takes place in the current show. Like the current show, there's just not that much exciting stuff happening. The Wookiee kind of whoops his ass. The, you know, the guys surround him and kind of, and it's just, it's, it's fine. But without that flashback, I don't think I would have enjoyed the show as much. Um, but now I think They've gotten us to the point, I believe, they're just taking their time getting there, but they've gotten us now to the point in the show where we're ready to see Boba Fett kick ass. He's completely healed up. He's getting his muscle. He knows who his villain is and who he has to take out. He knows who the problem is, and now he's gearing up to go take them on. And I think this is where we are going to see badass Boba Fett. And I think this is where, I don't know how many, is this nine episodes, seven? Do you know? I don't know. I don't know either. I hope it's nine because I'd like to see let them flesh this out and really dig in on it. Um, I would have, it's, we've got five. So, and, it, and I, and I think that that's part of the thing. Like, I'm like, I, I feel like I know you say, you know what you like, but we're also like not really qualified to talk about certain things because we don't understand the background and the lore of things. Like the Wookiee is Chris Dan, who is like this. Oh, he's a badass, a gladiator. He's a he's yeah. a bounty hunter. Yeah, and he's but, like, when 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 he came on scene, people that knew lost their shit. Yeah, I thought he was cool. Oh, I, I did yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah. But Chewie, like Chewie's a kind of a bitch. Yeah, he doesn't really do anything. Uh, I don't know if I'd go that far, but uh, yeah, yeah, he's 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 civilized, uh, but. He'd still tear your arms off if you gave him the chance. But, I mean, this dude was a, a bounty. But they also talk about that he was a gladiator. Like, he fought, like, like kind of like uh, Russell Crowe in the gladiator movie. Like, they talk about, like, he's there. I think that was badass. But I just, I, for me, I, I don't need to know the lore to know I want to see Boba Fett, a bounty hunter, kick a little ass. Like, and I just think we could get it. I think we're about to get that. I would call this a slow burn, a slow build. Where the moment Baby Yoda came onto the scene in in the Mando, the first episode of Mando was a little slow, but the moment Baby Yoda appears, that show kicked into another gear, and it was like, here we go, let's go. He had a mission, he had a he had something to do, and every episode was getting himself closer to that mission. And uh, yeah, so I'm waiting. I think now we know what Boba Fett needs to do. He now knows who the problem is. He knows who he needs to take out in order to unify all the people and have them get behind him and trust him. Um, and the way he has to do that is he has to battle these people. And now he's gathering up his soldiers to do that. And I, I'm just hoping, I'm hoping it's a full nine episodes because I'd love six, seven, eight, nine to just be about them battling and warring and taking care of this. Like I said, it's not a bad show by any stretch of the imagination. But if you're putting Star Wars TV shows, if you're putting Mandalorian as the high mark, it's missing that mark. You know, when the greatest moment in the Boba Fett series is, is the Mandalorian episode, what's that tell you, man? I mean, it's just, yeah. I, I feel like... I feel like that was a very long pause between songs. <laughs> I, I, I thought the, the iPad died. It was. No, no, no. It's a uh, dramatic I, pause. I feel like there was... I, I don't think there was any way... Yeah. For Boba, there's nothing Boba Fett could have done to reach the mark of the Mandalorian. No, I don't think, and it's not Boba Fett's fault or the writing or any of it. Like there's, no. the Mandalorian blew up so big. There's nothing that could be done. So the fact that we're getting it and it's entertaining and I'm enjoying it is good enough for me. Yeah, yeah, it's entertaining, yeah, especially and, and, since we're at a spot right now where there's not much out right now. Yeah. As far as TV, you mean? Yeah, yeah. in general. Yeah, yeah, I've been. Uh, and I read something today. That we're going to talk about next episode because you went and researched all these movies that are coming up in 2022. Right. And I read today that they are in the process of probably rescheduling a healthy amount of movies yeah, because of COVID. I, I was going to say on the next episode that I call bullshit on some of these movies coming out for one because of COVID and for two, 
because they've been so, some of these movies on this list have been saying they're going to come out for a long time. So yeah, but we'll get to that next one. But yeah, no, I'm thoroughly enjoying the show, man. And I think the thing with the Mandalorian is what no one expected is that Baby Yoda was going to, or maybe they did expect it. They made it th- assumed it was going. Baby Yoda just lit the world on fire to the point where they had to make it a point that he's making a gift to take to Baby Yoda. They can't. Le- I don't think. They can ever now ignore Baby Yoda or not talk about Baby Yoda. Like he was going back. He basically says, yeah, I'll help him out, but there's something I got to do. He's going to go give drop off the gift to Baby Yoda. He's still thinking about Baby Yoda, still loves Baby Yoda, still has that attachment, misses Baby Yoda. I don't think they can ever at least not mention it or have some kind of a nod to it because that just that little guy took the world by fucking storm like to the point where I knew you pr- appreciated the character so much that I'm worried for Mandalorian season 2 if baby Yoda's not there I might get the savage be like yo man I'm just not feeling the show man I can't I can't feel it anymore like I can tell you this uh obviously that was a uh initial reaction mm-hmm. a uh very big frustration um and I still feel that way. Yes. I, I don't. I don't want a Mandalorian where there's no Grogu or yes. Baby Yoda, as you can see from the pops. The child, yes, yes, several. You know? Yeah. The child is protected. Protected right now, my pops. Yeah. By George Kittle and Buster Posey. <laughs> yeah, I see that. Yeah. yeah that's real protection. Stacked right in there. between. You know, Absolutely. Protection. Yes. You know, nothing getting by Buster. No. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. The only Busters I like is Buster Posey. That's right. <laughs> um, but there was no Grogu. In this last episode, and it was phenomenal. It was great. I Absolutely. enjoyed it. So I, I think that, uh, you but know, you had, but to, there was it, a Grogu reference. Like, the, yes, Grogu was still there, kinda. I want to know what the gift is. is. It a little ball? Did they make a ball? What did they make? Because he <laughs> loved know, me, the little shifter ball. Me and that, you, me and you nasty were talking about that, and uh, and I heard it, and I heard a uh, a guess that it was, uh, which makes a little bit of sense to me because when she was. The, I think our name is the armor. Yeah, was making whatever. Who's clearly also like their leader or boss too. Yeah. Like, yeah, she's just been there longer. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like chain of command. Yes. Uh, but like some like little ring things kind of fell down. Mm. So there was some thought that maybe it was like a, uh, like an old uh, you know like s- suit of armor, like the chink, uh, the uh, you know the chain link mm-hmm. kind of shirt mm. that people would wear underneath their armor. Right, right, right. Something like that. Okay. But I was like, there's no way he was holding it in his hand like that. I know the baby's the Grogu's small, but there's it couldn't have been that. Yeah, it looked like I was thinking because he loved that little gear shifter ball and all that. I was thinking it might be something. Like that, I don't know. Like, yeah, I, I was but, I'm but, really curious but to see. But you're burning, you know, you're melting down. Yeah. Uh, uh, the Beskar. Beskar. Yeah. Beskar, and uh, so so it's gonna be used for something practical. It's right. not gonna be just yeah, a yeah. trinket. Yeah, a toy. Yeah. Yeah. So I, so I, I I don't know. I don't either. I was curious. I'm curious as hell. I can't wait for next Wednesday. I'll tell you that right now. I'm thoroughly. Yeah, it's funny because you're talking about there's not that much entertainment right now. I've watched. And I've said this already on other shows, but it just keeps piling up and getting more. I have watched more TV this last like month and a half than I ever have ever. Because not only am I simultaneous, and we're going to talk about that show too later. I'm simultaneously, Wednesdays and Thursdays are Boba Fett and, and Peacemaker. So I'm going hard on those. Then I had Cobra Kai that I watched. And then I also, uh, my wife started a show and I got hooked. Only Murders in the Building which a lot of people told me was excellent. Martin Short, Steve Martin. Uh, it's on Hulu. Uh, it's phenomenal, man. It was abs. It had Selena Gomez, which was keeping me away from it. I'm like, I don't want that little Nickelodeon girl in my show, man. And dating Justin Bieber and shit. Like, but no, she's good. And it's a really, really good show. And it's actually about murder in the building. But it's a podcast. They're doing a murder podcast about an actual murder that happened in their building. And it's funny. It's interesting. It's entertaining. So yeah, I walk between Cobra Kai, only murders in the building. Uh, I've been catching uh, Keenan. I've been following up. There's a new season of the Keenan Thompson show. Been watching that, and then Peacemaker, and uh, and and yeah, Boba Fett. It's more TV than I've watched. I haven't had this many shows at once in a long time, and it's it uh, it's crazy, man. Like it's crazy. Like so. Before we close out, I want to just. Was what was there? 
obviously we said we liked the, the episode. We didn't really dig in too much about like the things that popped up. Was there anything that you uh, that popped up to you that you really liked or that you thought was amazing about this last episode? The last episode with oh shit, what's what wasn't to like? I um I like the fact that he went back and uh, the the whole sequence of him just having so much joy when he took that ship for a joyride after they built the like custom throwback spaceship for him and he took it up and was just flying through the canyons and took it up into space and then the the rebel cops basically stop him and he's like yeah you know i left my uh you know my the registration's back on the planet and they're like whatever and he he takes off and runs from the cops the joy even though he has a mask on and you can't see his face you just know he was fucking loving that. Like, I just picture him just smiling ear to ear with a big old shit-eating grin and just having fun while he's putting the pedal to the metal in his in his hot rod and taking that ship out for a cruise. That, that whole sequence was just badass to me, man. I just fucking loved it. So did you realize that... Uh, so basically, built a built a pod. Yeah. Just like Anakin had. Yeah, yeah. It's, and a, that, it's a throwback to those old movies, yeah. And that he was racing through the same canyons? Yeah, they did, I did see that on the internet that people were talking about. I didn't catch it, but after the fact, I saw it. I knew it was a ship. I'd seen those in the prior. I have watched the prequels. It's been a long time. I'm like, oh, that was in the prequels. I remember seeing that. Like, And you remember when Anakin was trying to learn how to control it, and he busted through that, that wood thing? Mm-hmm. Because he, right? That re- that stuff was still on the ground. Oh shit! Yeah. Okay, I didn't catch that either. Yeah. 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 Um, that scene was just so well done. Like uh, every the kid on the the kid on the flight that waved at him and he didn't wave back. And then when he got up real close and there was the kid again. And this time he gave him the nod and, and it just it was really well done, man. It just would be a beautifully shot scene. I, I dug that. Uh, yeah. So that was great. And then also like uh, the. Um, there was a reference to the. Uh, let me see if I can remember right now. So the the little uh, the little droid when mm-hmm. he went back mm-hmm. to. Also, I want to say this, and I don't know if this is on purpose, but the lady mechanic, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, f- I forget her name. I don't remember. She used to be on a show called Strangers with Candy on uh, Comedy Central back in the day. The but her, I get such hardcore. Carla Tortelli vibes from her. Carla Tortelli. Oh, from uh, talking about uh, Cheers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There so, is a- like, she's short, feisty, like, doesn't give a shit, like, just point blank. Like, she is, like, the reincarnation of Carla Tortelli. With a little tight, me. curly hair. Yeah. yeah the little fro yeah. looking. I just, I just keep yeah. waiting for Danny DeVito to come around the yeah, corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's funny, man. I hadn't even thought of that. But so yeah, anyway, you're so, right. So, anyway, when, uh, when she's, when, and before, when Mando first goes back there, and uh, she's got that droid, and then that fucking whatever animal comes and grabs it and takes the droid. Yeah, yeah. That's a BD-1, right? Okay. And so uh, that's a big deal because people think that uh, it's it's um, it's a it's an Easter egg for um, the um, a vi- there's a video game where this BD-1. And I don't know. This is why yeah, know, Nick knows, but yeah, like yeah. it's a direct reference to something that happened in a video yeah, game. Yeah, like and, that, and that's exactly what I'm talking about with the Star Wars universe, man. Is like the video games. Once something becomes canon, once they say this is canon, there could be a character in a game that is a legit part of the Star Wars universe because it was in a video game. I actually read you and I we reviewed that last Matrix Resurrections, and they said the reason that they didn't bring Morpheus back. Is because he was killed in one of the shitty Matrix video games. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Don't make that canon then. Some video game I never played were any of the Matrix video games even that great. Like, I didn't even know Morpheus was in one of the games. Like, yeah, but that's the thing. If it was in a book and they decide to make it canon, they can. If it was in a comic book, a video game, a board game, a cartoon, all it, it becomes part of the universe. And if you're not steeped in that, that was just a robot. But the beautiful thing about it is you can still enjoy it without knowing that that robot was something. Right. Because it's still a cool, oh, look at that cool little robot. You know, it's doing some cool shit. But you're absolutely right. If you're start, if you've, if you've played the games, read the books, read the comics, watched the cartoons, you're going, oh, shit, look, it's, it's BD-12, you know, like hey. it, it's, it's something, you know. 
you, you know the clip where Leonardo DiCaprio is sitting there and he sees something and he goes, hey. Yeah. And he points at the screen. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, oh yeah, you see that? Yeah. That's what I feel like Nick is. And that's what, oh, you nasty. <laughs> when he sees it. Hey, 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 when I see little stuff like that, when I'm deep into Marvel or whatever, yeah. right? I'm just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, like I'm fucking, I'm geeked. Even as a non-hardcore Star Wars fan, there were just things that look familiar, like as they fly through the town or walk into a bar. I'm like, oh, that alien looks just like an alien that was in Star Wars, or that little robot that they just walked past. That there was the same kind of robot in Return of the Jedi, or like. Oh, look, it's the fish people. They were in Return of the Jedi. You know what I mean? Like, even as a non-hardcore Star Wars fanatic, just somebody who appreciates the Holy Tril Trinity, the Holy Trilogy, the three, the real Star Wars movies, the best of them, of the best, in my opinion, um, still can recognize things like they're connecting the world, basically. They're like telling you, hey, this is that world. It's the same world. So if somebody has that robot or has that speeder, they can still be cruising it around. There were a lot of people that had it. So you don't don't forget this is where we're at. Like, and they're doing a good job of that, and they're having fun. It's it's beautifully shot, well written, well acted. Um, like I said, it's a it's a not a huge thing. I'm just ready for Boba Fett to start kicking ass and taking names, and I think he's going to. I think it's coming, and I hope we get nine episodes so I can see it in all its glory. Because I'm I'm ready, and I'm so stoked to see him do it side by side with Mando. I think that's great. So happy they brought him back. Uh, and so excited for another season of Mando. I don't know when that happens, but I'm ready for that too, man. I'm let's go, let's go. And Obi Wan, we're getting an Obi Wan TV show that may happen. I don't know if that's going to be before Mando or after, but I'm really stoked for that because Ewan McGregor was my favorite part of the prequels. I thought he was the best thing about him. So the fact that we're going to get a whole show with him as Obi Wan, but we're going to get better writing and better stories because that's what these TV shows seem to do. They're getting Star Wars right again. Let's go. I'm in, baby. I'm in. Well, we uh, I, I can tell you this. Obviously, we're big fans. Mm -hmm. uh, getting a little more Mando back in my life is always great. No, nothing wrong with that. Uh, yeah. I, I certainly lo loved and enjoyed the, uh, the you know, the, the the whole thing is great. And, and uh, I hope you guys are watching. Yes. Uh, if you haven't been watching Boba Fett, but you like the Mandalorian? Just go start Boba Fett season episode five. Mm -hmm. This is basically a Mandalorian episode. Yeah, that's right. You won't really yeah. feel like you're missing much. You'll yeah, be kind yeah, of yeah. just catching up. But, Absolutely. Uh, so anyway, uh, yeah, that's that. Bang bang Niner gang. Let's hope we get this thing. Reset the matrix. Yes, please. Hashtag reset the matrix. Yes. And uh, let Niners win, hopefully. And if not, then uh, you know. Just don't call Savage the, yeah, for a week. The, yeah. The, who, yeah. The, the fucking Rams are hackers. The yeah. cheaters. Yeah. There's no right. way this is right. Why, yeah, do you they, guys, why do you guys want to continue to have this shitty COVID world we live in? They, they found a glitch in the Matrix. That's it. They're cheating. That's yes. what it is, man. All right, man. Get us out of here. In the immortal words of my man, George Clinton, anything good is nasty, but it ain't good unless you play with it. So go out there and have some fun, my people. And until the next time, we will see you in the 209.